hello and welcome to the Cosmic Eye Show. I am your host, Jason Politano, and I have, as I do each week, my co-host, Mr. Chris Sheridan. What is up, sir? Good evening, sir. The full moon is up as we are recording this on a Monday night. It is. We're we're a little we're a little thrown off. I did have uh, family visiting this weekend, and uh, any of them who are listening, it was a pleasure having you guys here. Love y'all. So, um, had family come out who I have not seen for many many years, and it was a bit of a family reunion. So we were thrown off of our normal uh, Sunday schedule for a very good reason. So we are here on Monday night with the full moon, and we hope that it bodes well. And it's not a CCR bad moon rising, but it's a good moon. So, yeah. right. So anybody, right. anybody that gets that reference, uh, you know, kudos to you. Um, we are going to, to kind of free form it tonight. We've done these shows before and we've had actually good results with them. We have a basic topic that we're going to talk about, but we'll see the, uh, the spirit takes us, as we say. Um, we are going to talk about thought, speech and action. Those, uh, those three ideas and how those uh, play out in our lives and how we find balance with those or how those get out of, you know, into an imbalance, get out of balance, um, and how we, uh, we can use those to create a better life for ourselves. Uh, use those three things. So with that being said, let us launch right into this. Uh, well, actually, with that being said, let us launch right into thanking our uh, supporters. We have some new supporters that are uh, supporting us on a monthly basis. Uh, and I wanted to thank you guys for that. We really appreciate it. It helps to keep the show moving forward. And and as uh, we do each week, I ask that you could please uh, uh, share uh, a donation if you can to help keep us on the air. And you can do that at anchor.fm slash cosmic eye. Um, also, if you can share the podcast, if you if you do like it and get something out of it, you know, on social media, on your uh, Twitter, on your Instagram, Facebook you know, whatever, whatever you kids are using, if your kids are listening and whatever you adults and, and, uh, old <laughs> folks, whoever, whoever's out there listening, please utilize whatever social yeah, MySpace topic, and, please post up on MySpace. <laughs> if, I think MySpace is honestly, I think it's still alive. I haven't looked at it in a, a million years, but, and for those of you who don't know what that was, it's a big music, uh, music thing back in, uh, back in the nineties. So, uh, early to early early two thousands as well, right? So late nineties, like what was it up in like ninety nine or two thousand something like that, right? It's a long time ago, in internet years, wasn't it? Internet years are like dog years. You know, we got a short short history. So, all right, uh, thought, speech, and action. Thought, speech, and action. Let's talk about this thing. Um, share a bit, Chris. I'm going to just <laughs> pass it off to you to start with. <laughs> You know what I mean? Let's, okay, let's, sure, sure. Let's think about this. Let's let's use let's think about it. Let's talk about it. And let's do something about exactly. It. Just All right. Speech and action. So, how important is thought in our life? How you know? What are we? Where are we starting with this basis of our discussion today? Well, I mean, it comes that notion of having these three working together. What we think about, what the words we speak, and the things we do, uh, kind of comes out of Buddhism. I think they're the first three virtues of the mm -hmm. noble um eightfold, eightfold noble, noble path, path. Yep. yes um and i you know for me i always thought that was interesting that that they put speech in there you know like mm -hmm. like you know what's what's that that's the one that kind of rose up as being well you know how interesting is that but it, it mm -hmm. does come up in other uh traditions too that is you know even in the new what comes out of your mouth that defiles you not that 
what goes into your mouth. Sure. So I think it's kind of an interesting thing. And also the words we, you know, maybe speak about ourselves, but, you know, we can, sometimes these things can work at cross purposes or at least uh, maybe get in the way of the other ones functioning properly. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, if we spend too much time in our heads and you know, we're thinking and maybe we're not uh, doing too much. If we're just talking about things and we got big plans, and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And oh, I can't wait to do this. And as soon as I'm going to get started, I'm going to get, mm -hmm. you know, um, yeah. you know, maybe you're not really thinking it through and you're probably not doing a whole lot about it, maybe spinning your wheels. Uh, or you could be incredibly productive and in the world and, and doing the things, but without some, you know, philosophy behind it or, um, you know, a vision or goal with that if you're not maybe sharing it yeah uh, or something then it's just kind of empty works mm -hmm. um, that you're doing so it's kind of balancing each other but uh, i think what really becomes interesting is where uh, having uh, where they can kind of work against each other uh, you might be doing some of the right things but if you're telling yourself kind of the wrong things yeah uh, like yes i'm going to be successful but if there's that little voice inside of you that says well you know you probably don't deserve it or you know, you, people won't like you now if you make a bunch of money or, you know, any kind of thing that gets in the way or you're, you're talking negative about people who are successful. Well, look at that sure. idiot. You know, how they get so successful? What are they, you know, and then you're trying to get, be that next idiot that becomes <laughs> successful. You're, you're, you're <laughs> yeah. very, at very least you're weakening well, you're, your whole, yeah, your whole case, case. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. So, um, so I think that's, you know, to me, that's kind of what's, what, uh, you know, rose up as being interesting about about this topic these three ideas yeah yeah well if you look at it too i mean there's kind of a in a way that they all reinforce each other in terms of how we approach life and in terms of how we navigate through our day-to-day -day, you know existence but you know it's there's a there is that natural progression you know from thought uh where it's you know completely in your head and you think about the visualization of something or the kind of, you know, ruminating over something or, you know, something, you know, sort of a, a reaction to something within. And then the speech generally will follow that, you know, you'll, you'll talk about how you, you know, what you're going to do about it or what you, you know, might need to do, or you'll even, you know, that falls into the category speech falls into the category of like affirmations and self-talk and so on. And then generally speaking, after that, you know, the actions follow. And then, you know, of course, the actions would be, you know, be the physical steps or the, you know, the actual physical movements or what have you that we would take to, to, to say, manifest something or, or what have you. But, you know, there's a there's that there's that link between them. And they're not as, uh, you know, they're not really this sort of, you know, one, two, three process. You know, it's a it's a sort of reciprocal process or reflexive process where you know, there's, there's feedback. So, you know, you think about something for a while and then maybe you speak about it and then someone speaks back to you and you kind of run it through your head a little bit and think about it some more and maybe form some opinions about it. And then at that point you might take some actions, those actions work or they don't work. And then at that point you might speak about it again with someone and say, Hey, what, you know, what have you had this experience? Is this sort of thing happened to you or what have you? And then, you know, it's, it's this, it's this interconnected sort of, uh, sort of, of chain of, of cause and effect in essence that, that we need to look at. And so really why we wanted to even discuss this, uh, this idea of thought, speech and action is because it's a simple topic. You know, oftentimes we like to cover more abstract and sort of 
abstruse, uh, you know, occult and esoteric themes. But the thing is, um, you know, in day-to-day life, for the most part, really, our lives are ruled by by how well we do those three things, how, how well we think, how, how well we speak, and how well we can take actions, you know, the skills that we have in those things. And I think that's why Buddhism emphasizes those things so much, because it really is a practical spiritual psychology, Buddhism, in essence. You know, it's not asking you to believe in this or that theology. It's not asking you to ascend to this or that uh, you know, dogmatic idea, whatever. I mean, it's saying, here, try these things out, see if they work for you. And, you know, if they do, then you've got a nice path. And here are some rules and regulations and guidelines in order to achieve um, clarity and illumination at some point. Do you know what I mean? And so I think... Yeah, um, and it, uh, it actually requires you to be responsible Yeah, for your yeah. thoughts and your words well, and, I and think that's, the things you do and, right? and, you know, yeah, you're not absolved just by believing in something. It's, it's really, it's on you to, now there's guidance and there's yeah. reasons why you should do this. And here's how you can check yourself. You know, is this mm-hmm. thoughtful? Is this helpful? Is this meaningful? Mm-hmm. Um, am I not harming by doing this? You know, you ask yeah. these questions. I mean, there's, there's a guidance involved, but the responsibility uh, of handling these things and improving them. Uh, is is completely on the uh, the individual yeah i mean you have to take it back and when you recognize that okay through my thoughts through my speech and through my actions i am responsible for the conditions i create in my own life and and around me and how most often people are going to react to me um you know when i'm out there in the world and when you begin to take responsibility for those things and watch those things you know it gives a tremendous uh, amount of power or takes a tremendous amount of power back. Because I mean, the thing is we so often in our lives find ourselves getting polarized, getting angry, wanting to fight this out, wanting to argue about this or that thing. You know, you'll hear someone, for example, you know, arguing about some very, you know, sort of literal dogmatic approach to religion. Maybe they're, you know, maybe they're talking about how, you know, if you don't believe in literal 6,000 year, you know, creationism, you know, you're going straight to hell. You hear this stuff sometimes with people and, you know, oftentimes we want to, we want to argue with people and we want to prove ourselves right or we want to change their opinion or, or, or any of these different ideas. And all we're really doing most of the time when we're arguing with someone with a really entrenched opinion is creating disharmony. I mean, honestly, sit back and think about how many times you've argued someone who was passionately believing a certain idea into the opposite of that. Have you ever actually seen that happen in your life? In the years well, you've lived? What, re- what you resist persists. I mean, it, yeah. it just def- it actually it does, enhances but... the enemy, you know what I mean? Sure, or the, or the sure. opposite side of um to do but no it doesn't it doesn't solve anything it It just causes the other one to dig in even deeper even 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 harder and you know they they dig in their heels yeah and but before then you're even looking either subconsciously or unconsciously Mm -hmm. you're looking for a target you're looking for Mm -hmm. somebody that has that polarizing that one you can pounce on or the one that sure uses the wrong punctuation in a twitter you know whatever exactly or something you know what i mean aha 
I got, I got them. you. I'm going to show you. This is, exa- yeah. you know, it's almost like a straw man or something. Mm-hmm. Like, it's mm-hmm. just, you, you look for this thing to like, ah, now I have the, and I shall fight you. <laughs> sure, exactly. And I think the stressing of the idea of, you know, taking charge of your own thought, your own speech and your own action, you know, is, is such a crucial, is a, such a crucial thing. And it's, very, you know, it's extremely helpful it's a, it's very, you know, it's, it's difficult to do because again, you know, so often out in life, we want to look for things outside of ourselves that are causing us our miseries. And when you begin to take these things back and you take responsibility for the way you think, you know, the way you speak to yourself and others and the way that you act, you know, you begin to realize that your more responsible than you thought you were um, for the conditions that you're experiencing. It's this really strange reflexive thing, you know, where you think, you know, you're frustrated and, you know, it's the government's fault that I'm in this particular situation or this school that I went to did me wrong. And I wasn't able to finish my degree because this professor had it out for me or, you know, and you hang on to these old saws and you, you know, you take them out and you, you know, you, t- you know, you bend all your friends ears with all your woes over the years and things like that often. But, you know, the problem is, is and this is why it's so crucial to to watch your thoughts, speech and action is that even if you tell yourself lies for a long time, you know, just like Goebbels found out with propaganda, you know, the lie becomes the truth. And that even happens internally. And that is why it is so crucial to watch, you know, one's thoughts and and speech and action. You know, because the problem is if it, the, the, the clarity and the constructive thinking and the constructive speech and action are not there, they will create a world of your own making. And then you will believe that is the way the world is. And it's reflected back to you and you create even more of that. It's a it's a you know, it's a strange it's a strange concept. I mean, it's almost like, OK, here's, you know, thought, speed and speech and action in 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 sort of in context, it's. You know, they're creating this sort of sensory experience, this subjective experience for you. So you create this subjective experience, like, like it's like a board game. You've created the rules and you've created the board game and this is the way it is. And you want to play that game and it makes you mad. And, you know, you just keep playing it and rolling the dice this way and playing the game that way. You created the, the game. You created the rules in a lot of ways. And, you know, if you're in, and I don't mean, you know, like, the principles of life. I mean, like these arbitrary rules we create for yourself, like what's possible and what's impossible for me. And just like, Oh, I could never, you know, finish a PhD or, Oh, I could never, you know, write a book or, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Things like that. And then you reinforce it with that thought and that reflexive speech, you know, after that thought. And then the, the action is you don't take any action. And so it, it, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. And that's where the mm-hmm. difficulty of understanding this concept is of why you've got to really get in there and root out negative thoughts, root out negative speech and root out, you know, yes. negative actions and, you know, and non-constructive actions because they, you know, they create one, they create karma and two, they, they create a sort of subjective worldview for you that you're, you're forced to live in. And then you don't even question after a period of time. You've created the game and then you don't question the game. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, we've created a limitation. You've and, created and the a playing field and, and the limit, limitation yeah. on the players, i.e. you. 
Yeah, what um, you can do. And well, it's mostly uh, on you. That's the sad thing. It's like you're not going to define the world. You're not going to – you'll define it, but it's all, you're the only one experiencing it like yeah. that. You're not going to yeah. stop it from doing what it's doing, you know, because there's a million or, you know, eight billion other subjective games going on. And <laughs> yeah, then there's right. the truth and reality behind the whole thing, you know, which yeah, is what yeah. you're looking for, which is why you need to go back and really look at your thoughts and speech and action. Well, there's a problem with yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, with that. I mean, there's a lot of good reasons to do it. And I really can't wait to get into uh, the things we can do, mm-hmm. uh, how to actually go about it. Sure. Uh, and some examples. Yeah, we'll talk um, about that. But there's a barrier uh, that I see what we've talked to up to this point. Uh, I've seen come up a lot uh, is when you make that transition or attempt to from, okay, it's the thing out there. If we just mm-hmm. have the wrong person in office, well, if we have yep. better environmental policy this wouldn't happen if we just need change you know, this person had said this well they shouldn't put this sign up and they're, they're, you know all these externalized things a lot of the way that that's seen is not that these other people are responsible it's that these other people are to blame yeah there's a lot of blaming yeah. and fault finding yeah so if we take that and say oh it's not them you need to look inside well if you turn inside with that same fault finding blaming attitude that you had towards the rest of the world mm-hmm. that's not going to work either as a matter of fact that's no. going to probably be even worse no uh, exactly so and it well what it can at the very least do is prevent you from doing it. it's like well why am i going to blame myself i'm not at fault i didn't write these policies i didn't pollute in the ocean okay mm-hmm. i'll stop using straws but what's you know how can this be my fault uh, we're not looking for fault we're not really looking for blame responsibility no. is not blame or fault it is an onus of responsibility Uh, Well, responsibility is that there is uh, a set of things you can think you need to be talking about, need to be doing about um, to uh, to take control Mm -hmm. of that, to be responsible and find out, first of all, the thought. One of the thought parts uh, comes up is, you know, what what is yours? Mm -hmm. Yes, you're not the government. They still have to pass better you know, policies and and everything. That's still true. And you don't want the, the pollution to happen. But. You know, how much does that belong to that? And how much do my, uh, does the energy and expenditure, your activism, um, where can that, uh, how much of that is yours? So it's knowing really how much is yours and how mm-hmm. much is the world's, you know, yeah. give to Caesar, give to God, uh, you know, and, and then approaching it that way, uh, that it's the right direction, but it's also the right amount and it's the right attitude that, okay, I'm not blaming myself. What can I do to help? Okay, I didn't create the oil spill, but how can I clean off this bird mm-hmm. or something? You know what I mean? That yeah, there's, there's yeah. something really to do, uh, and then I'll you know maybe take the bus or something, as you know, as to cut down on oil usage or whatever you want to do. Um, but there is uh, you know this there can be huge consequences for the little things we do and don't do, mm-hmm. but also the things we say and the things you know, our thoughts can resonate out too. And we'll, we'll get more into that. But I just wanted to bring that up that, that, you know, we have to go gentle with ourselves if we're saying, well, geez, this yeah, is no, all that's a good me. Point. Yeah. Um, don't blame yourself. Don't find the fault. Find, find the fact and, and find, find the help. You know, if something deserves your criticism. This is a good place to find it. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe that, that thing needs your help. Yeah. If you can say, aha, there's where the thing is, well, maybe, maybe that, maybe they need your help. Well, I think it's volunteering. It's a difference in attitude, isn't it? It's Mm -hmm. so, you know, how you approach the outside world oftentimes is how you approach the inside world. So if you're super self-critical and, 
you know, being yeah, up on you yourself, have that, you have that a, attitude, yeah. you know, you've got a negative self-esteem and stuff. You're certainly going to project that outward onto other people. So, you know, I think it, start, it starts with like what you said. I mean, you've got to, it seems like you've got to ask yourself better questions, you know, and one thing you can do, I think that um, is more constructive is to, to, like you said, frame it in a more helpful way. Like, what do I need to understand in this situation that will, you know, help me to be a better person? Or, you know, how can I um, approach this situation with a more peaceful heart so that I can, you know, see it more clearly? Um, You know, how can I remove my you know, ego or my grasping from the situation and what I want to have happen to sort of maybe letting go of that and saying, all right, what's, what's for the best in divine order in this particular situation? And how can I, you know, how can I think, speak and act in, in that fashion? Right. But that all, you know, that starts with, I think, examining your own thought processes and motives, you know, kind of mm-hmm. asking yourself better questions and of course, you know, my old standby is taking time to, you know, meditate and contemplate on things. You know, oftentimes we just don't take enough time to look at a situation and give it some some time. So I think yeah. that that thought by putting thought in first place, I think it is, you know, it's very specific because, off, you know, oftentimes if we just stop and think about something or take time to count to 10 or take time to ask ourselves you know, am I seeing this clearly and creating a little disconnect between thought and speech or thought and action or, you know, or just a simple reaction to someone else's action? You know, if yeah. you kind of interrupt it with a with a helpful and constructive thought, you know, you can really begin to make big changes. And it's like it's pausing and taking time before yeah. you just shoot your mouth off or take some random action. Or shoot your mind off. You know, that's stop thinking, stop talking and stop doing, you know, meditation kind of puts a stop to all that. It does. So that maybe you can reset. So when you do start thinking and speaking and doing again Mm. after your meditation, um, you're bringing in, you're cleaning it out a little bit. Sure. And you're maybe allowing some of these other ones. I mean, uh, you can do that. Kinder. Yeah. A kinder sort of gentler view of the situation or the other person or even yourself or whatever. So. You know, but you yeah. can even do that in the moment. I mean, it's not like you need to take time out to sit and do some sure. formal meditation practice. I mean, you can be in an argument and just stop yourself and start focusing on your, your breathing or focusing on your heart and kind of imagining that, all right, I'm letting this argument go and I stop, you know, resisting and I'm not, um, you know, I'm not fighting here and just kind of like radiating a sense of peace out from your heart as you're going and just kind of focusing on your breath and allowing, you know, the racing thoughts mm-hmm. to go. And if even mm-hmm. if someone's ranting and raving at you, not reacting and not getting caught up in that energy, because oftentimes people are just looking for a hook to hang their projection on. And if mm-hmm. you engage them with that same energy, it's fighting fire with fire. You know, but if you engage them with peace, with love in your heart, it's fighting fire with water. That's water. Water, you know, be like water, you know, they say in the Tao. It it seeks the lowest place. It's humble. It's, you know, it's moving. But yet over time, water wears away the hardest stone. Do you know what I mean? The canyon, yeah. Exactly. It created the Grand Canyon, you know. So, um, 
I think it did anyway. I don't want to speak out of well, turn. That's I'm one not of a the geologist. That's one of the theories, theories right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm not going to speak out. I'm, not, I'm no geologist. This we, all, we can all agree <laughs> on that my natural sciences are not strong. So, so feel free to please call and correct if I am messing that completely up. But the point is, symbolically speaking, water can wear away the hardest stone. So, well, there are water saws. I mean, that, there that's you go. exactly how they cut stone is there you go. a yeah. jet of water. Yeah, that's. And, and so, you know, I think that's where we come into this place where we create a, a different energy, you know, and we transmute. I mean, oftentimes they talk about the transmutation. They talk about that in alchemy, turning lead into gold. It's a magical act to change your thought in a lot mm-hmm. of ways. You know, it's a conscious magical act, especially when you're under pressure and especially when emotions are raging, which gets us into, you know, we're going to go a little bit into this, not too much, but. Uh, in uh, in Manly Hall's Lost Keys of Freemasonry, he talks about the three ruffians, and the three ruffians are the are the individuals in the in the in the ritual and in the symbolism of Freemasonry that kill Hiram uh, Abif. Uh, and he was a builder. He was a... he is the builder. Yeah, okay. and he is he's the the sort of light light figure or the consciousness within type figure. So. You know, the the three ruffians basically are thought, desire, and action in, in this particular symbology, but it's closely related to thought, speech, and action. And, and this is what Manley Hall says about this. These three murderers, perverted thought, uncurbed emotions, and destructive actions slay the spirit of life in man and bring down the temple of creation in ruins about their own heads, their own heads. In the ancient mysteries... Women symbolize the emotional nature of man, typifying emotional excess as one of the slayers of universal energy. So in that sort of, in this three, you know, this triumvirate, you know, the, the, the female energy is, fig, is, is figured as being more emotional. Obviously, these are, these are older symbolic things. So generally, you know, they're always equating female energy with emotions. But it's, you know, that's that more feminine quality that we're getting at the archetypal energy, that water, that uh, that um, yin energy, the yielding that's classically portrayed in the ancient mysteries as as feminine. And that's what we're talking about. But the, the sort of dark side of the emotions are, you know, the rage emotions. And, you know, if you think about it, I mean, and especially, and this is a, a truism on all forms of life, is there is nothing scarier than an, an angry mother uh, that's defending her her kids, her cubs, her birds, what have you. I mean, the energy and strength and emotion that, that uh, you know what I mean, that emotional Yeah, nature power, endows quite, quite a it's, volume it's, of re- resource for that. Yeah. Right? And so, but that's that. That's a constructive use of that energy, but that dark side of that energy is also there too, that dark side of that emotional energy, and that would be the dark mother energy. It's very, it's very destructive, you know, and it's represented oftentimes as the dragon, slaying the dragon in fairy tales and things like that. But, um, you know, these three things are, are at work here, you know, the thought, the speech and emotion, and speech and emotion are highly, you know, highly correlated. You know, how often is our, our, our speech is always infused with what we're thinking about our, you know, the vibrational tones, the quality of our voice, the content of the information is all colored by thought, but it's also, you know, that thought, you know, sort of, sort of was the seed of that emotion and that, that 
speech and then that turns into action afterwards and you can you can see this unfold in your own life i mean how often do you have a thought or you're reacting to something and you think hey what an a-hole and then you start screaming at somebody it turns into a an altercation and the next thing you know you're you know you're in each other's faces you know screaming for the the parking spot that you both want or something you know and so they're so interrelated and they're so um automatic that they become habitual. And that's why, you know, why they talk about these three thought, speech and action in so many different traditions. Um, they're so interrelated and getting to the root of them is crucial. If you want to make changes in your life, would you agree with that? Well, they have to be disciplined and that's, that's these three reference who killed the builder. They killed the builder. Yeah. Uh, because, and, and these are things in our, inside ourselves, these archetypes. It's yes. It portrayed as a female, for the emotion, but there's also the, the two well, guys, the two that, guys that are, the, exactly. yeah, that were thought and, and, and actually they, you know, have a hammer and a, you know, they, they, you know, he's lying there dead. Um, the cornerstone that was rejected because yep. it, those things weren't matured. Uh, What's well, the hammer, these, the these roll energies. and the, and the, and the square actually, and the female is holding the square, uh, okay. the two, you know, you know what I mean? So it's the three tools of masonry, but they're turned okay. on, they're turned on the builder. And this is you yeah, know, by his own, is, your own uh, mouth will defy. Exactly. Like says, That's like what it's, it's saying. Yeah. So these same tools can be used to build a temple of wisdom or they can be used to kill the builder, you know, is yes. the symbolism in this. And so, you know, that's the thing about thought, speech and action is that they, you know, they create edifices in our life or they tear them down or they, you know, or they, they destroy or they build up or they heal or they maim. Do you know what well, I they mean? They are undeniably they are powerful, yeah. and I think clearly p- part of this, you know, getting a handle on your thought, speech, mm-hmm. and actions is having a recognition and some respect for just how powerful they are. Well, it's just something they said, yeah, or something, you know. Yeah, so you can fluff off some things; that's fine, but uh, but never underestimate um, the power of those things, or, or oh, you're sure. in trouble. Sure, um, yeah, and the power of speech or. Or, or action or thought to incite others to do good or to do, you know, harm. It's incredibly powerful. I mean, people can write speeches that cause them to, you know, change the world in a positive way or cause them to, you know, want to go and burn their neighbor's house down. So, yeah. you know, you've got to really respect the power of, oh, it's, you know, it's just a thought or, oh, it's just, you know, it's just a word I was to ignore that or just like you were saying. And, and really put these things, take them seriously. Yeah. You know, what you say to yourself, what you think, how you speak to others, how do you, how you speak to yourself and the actions that you take on a daily basis are crucial to building your life. You know, don't cut corners. Don't, you know, don't be dishonest with yourself and other people. Don't, um, you know, don't be overly, you know, combative with people, you know, try to give people the benefit of the doubt. I mean, there's basic sort of human kindness stuff, right? But it, yeah. it makes it, it goes such a long way. And it helps you see things so much more clearly, because when you start to do those things, it your your life begins to change. And then you see like, oh, wow, I get it now. But if you're just, you know, first acquainted with this idea that, oh, yeah, my thoughts and my speech and my actions do make a difference you know you get this idea and you think well how is that gonna you know okay great i know that but i'm in you know i'm in debt and i don't have a job and i don't have this and i don't have that and my life sucks and my girlfriend just left and you just 
you know, you heard the information, you acknowledge that it's true, and then you just did exactly what you're not supposed to do, which is why, you know, it takes a great amount of faith to work with this information. But, it, you know, it is absolutely true information to say that your thoughts, your speech and your actions create your, your destiny. They create your life, you know, and and until you really understand this and see it at work, you won't you won't believe it. You'll, you'll say, well, that's true for them, but they're lucky. Or, well, that's true for them, but they had a great education and a rich family. You, you'll always find a way to see how it's not your responsibility. And, you know, when I was young, I had a lot of these kinds of things. And I would see like, well, yeah, that's, I guess that's, that's true. Sure, for them. Not for me. Yeah. yeah. But these are well, universal principles. The reason why you don't see them in action is because you're not using them properly. So you keep thinking crappy thoughts over and over again. And then you keep getting crappy things. And you're like... You know, for two days, you'll try to think positively for five minutes and you'll be like, see, it doesn't work. And it's like, man, you've been doing this for 15 years. Give it a little time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Give it some time to turn it around. I mean, that's where this habit force and, you know, law of karma come into play is, you know, you're going to plant those seeds, but they also take some time. So you got to keep watering them with proper thought, proper speech and proper action to see the fruits of your of your of your labors. Do you know what I mean? Well, I do. And, you know, that's one of the things we have to do is kind of loosen our attachment to our habits of thought, speech and action. Exactly. Because uh, they can be just as habituated as, you know, playing the piano or, you know, and plucking your eyebrows or some other, you know, annoying habit. Uh, not that playing piano well, is annoying, no, but, but they're, they're, you know, it's, yeah. you know, but this is also, it's not even just having better habits. It's kind of breaking out of bad habits, but there can also be a danger of habit because those are still reaction. Even if you have better habits, they're still habits. You, I think this thought, speech, and action also involves a little bit of uh, an amount of presence that you're still on your toes. You're still reevaluating your thoughts and your speech yeah. and your actions uh, that you're a little more on the fly, but you're, you're not so chained to the old way. No. And that's where consciousness comes in. It's where you're like, oh my gosh, I've been doing this. So well, let me try something new. And you do, you're right. You have to give it, you have um, to be willing an honest to, try. You have to give it an honest try and you have to be willing to to allow changes to take place, which goes back to thought. So you've got to examine your thoughts and and try to find out, like, why do I have these expectations? Where did some of these ideas come from? Asking yourself better questions. Is it true? Is yeah. it true? Is it, and if well, it is, so what? Is that really going to sure. affect how I does it have to? be a deal breaker does it have to prevent me from yeah or you know even i have i i found this to be true but that doesn't mean it's some kind of universal law it's like this might have been some experience that i had that was an anomaly and now i've taken that to be you know some great you know maxim of life or something do you know what i mean you might have some mm -hmm. bad information that you're you're perpetuating in your mind and then you don't test it ever again you know, it's like, well, every time I get on the freeway, my car breaks down. How many times have you driven on the freeway? Well, one time. Oh, that's... So I'm never doing it again. Do you, do you see what I'm saying? And so we often, I mean, how often do we do these things? They're like, I'll never be able to start a business because one time when I was a kid, I, you know, I tried, I had a lemonade stand and I only sold three cups of lemonade and I spent $6 for supplies and I made 50 cents. It's like, yeah, when you were, you know, six years old, that happened to you. Yeah. And, you know, it's... That's, that's, that's terrible, but uh, yeah, I think you can get over it. So, you know, and, and I'm not making light of stuff because obviously our experiences are painful and so on. But the problem is, is that, 
you know, we mistake an experience and a memory for, for the truth. And this is where you've got to examine with thought and with speech and with action, you know, the things that you take for granted that are truths in your life. And this well, is the whole paradigm under which you operate. The whole that's, I think really at the thought level, you know, who yeah. am I? Am, am I just a cork, you know, floating yeah. along this, you know, turbulent sea of, you know, uh, chaos mm-hmm. uh, and disappointment or whatever? Yeah. Uh, and then you're, you know, the speech, I think, is so neat with, especially if there's any kind of prayer or affirmation, because uh, you are forming words. You are putting yeah. thoughts into words and you have a specific request. Sure. Uh, and try it, you know, try yeah. the spirits, as they say, you know, put a request. That, okay. Show me then, but then you put the words in my mouth. Help, help me come out with better words mm-hmm. or, you know, show me the fruits of this. Show sure. me how thought, better thought, speech and action is going to help me in my life. Even though yeah. take a skeptical yeah. thing, but, but put that call out there into those words and, and see what comes back. And, you know, at least, at least you're taking that action. You know, mm-hmm. speech is an action. Um, it, is. Own, it is. In some sense. So, you know, yeah. I think I can, I think I can, the little engine, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of self-talk is, is very negative. We talk ourselves out of things. Sure. And then we use, you know, our thoughts or mind to justify it in some way or some emotional thing mm-hmm. that you said to bring it up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a stop. It's a pause and reevaluate, you know, is it true? Well, maybe it is true. Maybe all that stuff was true, but does it have to be true now from this day forward? And can I live under a different truth? Exactly. Exactly. And ask yourself good, good questions like that. And, you know, you might have some sort of idea about yourself, something that you think you'd really love to do. Let's say you have a dream that you'd like to accomplish, uh, starting a business or something like that, or, you know, a nonprofit or, you know, hey, I want to be a, you know, I want to be a farmer and I want to, you know, raise organic beets. I don't know. You know, there's, there's a million dreams we've got, but for some reason, some part of you, questions that or you're even cut off from it or you're cut off know what it is yeah that's i mean that's that's a challenge as well oftentimes this stuff is buried but this is where this excavation comes into play and that where you know examination of thought and meditation and contemplation come into play and then watching dreams as well a lot of stuff will come up from the unconscious that's an important thing it's beyond the scope of what we're talking about but you know that's something you can do as well uh and you know feelings oftentimes you know we'll be guided about things we want to do with a feeling like I have a, 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 a you know, sort of, you know, a, a, an internal push towards, you know, learning to play the organ. And I don't know why, but I could never do that. How could I do that? This is where we've got to really look at ourselves and ask ourselves better questions and say, well, why wouldn't I be able to do that? You know, why not? Why, you know, why shouldn't I try that? You know, what, what's, what's what's really what's really stopping me here and and legitimately asking that question and not looking at it in a, you know kind of like asking you know the quality of questions is really important that you ask yourself because you can frame a question in a way that just you know it's 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 setting it up for a no answer do you know what i mean and so you've well, got it's to, setting up for an answer uh, we're setting like up for any going back yeah, and you say, open-ended well what questions. else can go wrong today guess yeah. what you're going to get an answer. Yeah, exactly. That's what I, that's <laughs> so what don't I'm saying. So don't ask that it's question. Like, yeah. Ask what can go right? How can this day be exactly. reconciled and redeemed? 
That's that's a fantastic way to put it. And show me something good on Twitter, you know, or whatever. Sure, I don't know. Put, whatever. It, put it out there. It might just work. Here's an idea. Put the phone <laughs> put the phone down for a little while. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, you know, yeah. and take some time to go walk around and you know, just maybe sit down under a tree and you know, let the let the you know the the energy of that tree and the earth and stuff sustain you for a little while. You know, so that's taking an action. That's making a different mm-hmm. choice. You know, but again, it's thought, speech, and action. You know, so you've got to think, okay, well, what's going on here? What do I, you know, why am I so bothered by this? And, you know, maybe ask yourself that and or to even talk to somebody else like, well, you know, what do you think's going on here? And, you know, they could, they can use your power of speech and get some feedback. And then, you know, and then you can take an action. But, you know, the thing is, if we, we operate on automatic so often, you know, these, these sort of habitual actions and thoughts, like, you know, something will push our buttons and then we do X, Y, Z to try to, fix it or we do xyz because we're pissed off and we just have to react that way because that's who we are you know you've got to kind of create like i said that that sort of disconnect between those things and you do that by interrupting the patterns Mm -hmm. you know what i mean because they are so deeply interrelated and chained together thought speech and action that oftentimes one will just automatically lead to the other like i Went to, you know, I went to work, uh, a coworker said something to me about my blouse that I didn't like, and I internalized it and I felt bad. So then I think bad negative thoughts about myself, and then maybe I have negative self-talk or I, you know, I put myself down to somebody else or I don't stand up for myself like I should. And then I take the action of, you know, stress eating or something. Or having a bunch of drinks that I know I shouldn't have at the end of the night, you know, I'm a bunch of cocktails or whatever. And, you know, it's automatic. Every time it happens, you do the same exact thing. And so you can't interrupt those patterns if you don't recognize that thought, speech and action are interconnected and you don't create a space for them to be interrupted. So you've got to create pauses in those things and take, you know, it it can happen anywhere along the line. You could stop it at the thought process. You could stop it at the speech or self-talk process, or you could stop it at the action process. But it's easiest to stop it in thought, you know, because you look at it, if you can recognize it and see like, oh, I'm getting really angry right now. I feel this emotional content coming up. I, you know, I don't need to do that and I don't have to react to this. You know, that would be positive self-talk in reaction to that thought or that feeling that came up. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, there's there's ways to interrupt the flow of this. You are not just a habitual creature that has no control, like some Pavlovian dog that you know salivates when he hears the bell. You can you can stop that. Those things do happen. We do get habituated. There is such a thing as you know that habituation process and those you know those 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 habitual thought thoughts and emotions and actions and all of that. It is real, but you also have a will that's behind this that can stop things at different parts of the process that's bigger than the process itself. And that's what you begin to see when, you know, when you go deeper into meditation and you examine your thoughts and you see who is this thinker behind these thoughts. Yeah. I can, if I can change these thoughts, then there's something else watching these thoughts. And what is that? Well, you know, then you get into different, you know, questions of philosophy and consciousness, et cetera. But do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it is, it, you have to recognize that, that integrated process of thought, speech, and action and start doing something differently in order to have different results. There he is. I was wondering when he was going to come up, even on a Monday yeah. night, 
at 945 sure. or 943. That's fantastic. Yeah. It's usually about 40 minutes into the... God bless that yeah. canine. Yes. He is, he is habituated to barking during moon, our show so, on a full yeah. moon night. It's We're exactly what he should be doing is barking at that moon. Yeah. Right? Just like Ozzy. So, <laughs> you know what I mean, though? It, uh, it, I do. Well, so many things are habituated. They are. And that's, you know, and that's fine. We need that. That's part of, we don't have to reinvent the wheel every time we no. you know, leave the house. Exactly. Uh, and it can be very useful. No, it's absolutely uh, necessary. We would lose our yeah. minds if we didn't have that. <laughs> yeah, right? We would. We would just right. literally lose our minds. But we have to, we, we need a break from it, too. Yeah. You know, we get a respite, you know, from action when we sleep. Mm-hmm. Um Usually that cuts down most of the chatter, um, but the mind is still going full tilt <laughs> and we'll, you know, spew out some dreams if we uh, have the chance to remember them. Um, but yeah, being becoming conscious and, and having a little distance from mm-hmm. the thinker, the speaker and the, the doer. You just think, well, you know, I think I say and yep. I do. Well, yep. Who is that I? You know, a little bit of a yeah. distance a from that. Existential question you got to ask yeah. yourself. Who is that that is doing the thinking? And well, and also you know, when you think about the, this isn't a thought, but if you're you know if you're even doing a short short meditation, if you just stop and you notice that there are no thoughts, and then you see a thought pop up, what is watching that thought pop up? Well, yes. you know, I mean, I, the short answer is it's consciousness. It's pure consciousness, and that is what you truly are. You know, and that is, you know, that's, it's, it's a, the precursor to thought, speech, and action. And, you know, this kind of gets beyond the scope of what we're talking about, but it's, you know, it's highly interrelated. And you're, the thing mm-hmm. is, without recognizing that, and without recognizing that, that consciousness's connection to what we might call will, where you can make choices and do different things and take, make different thoughts, we would just be in, you know, we would be robotic, you know, we just be a slave to our habits. And we know that we're not because we change all the time. That's the reality of it. So you can change. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, it, even in the midst of the worst of our habitual things, you know, drug addictions and, you know, depressive and anxious sort of states and, you know, abusive uh, relationship, whatever, whatever sort of habitual experiences we've, we've had or we're perpetuating on others or whatever, we can break those patterns. But we've got to get into connection with that, that part of ourselves that, that looks at what's happening, you know, and that's why thought, speech and action are emphasized so often. You know what I mean? Right. Well, that's, it's, um, it's, it's, it's pretty how, deep, you know, when you it's how we around. condition ourselves or how we, you know, our yeah. self, and you're right, the, how we look at ourselves is often how we uh, connect with the outside world. Sure. Um, so sure. it's, and it's working both fronts, you know? Yeah. It's, it's the things we say and do in the outer world uh, that are caused by our thoughts, but it's also the things we say and, and do to ourselves or do with ourselves uh, in our inner life um, that can, um, you know, really have an effect uh, on the other. Uh, and it's, again, I, I'm just going to go back to this power is just mm-hmm. really be respectful. You know, these, these three are, they're powerful tools, just like in the, you know, the Masonic allegory yeah um you know you can bash somebody's head in with a with a hammer or you can break a rock and make a and build perfect a cornerstone yeah. for a hospital or something that's exactly. gonna save people's lives you know uh or the scalpel of a skilled surgeon or the the thug in the alley with a knife you know it's basically the same tool uh different purposes exactly exactly and, and if we look at these things as as very powerful tools 
and uh, and not really take them lightly. I think that will almost, um, you know, that, that does help bring an incentive to use them better. Yeah. If nothing else, that we can just harm ourselves or, or we're just serving cross purposes. We have a foot yeah. on the brake and a foot on the gas. It's like they're not really working well, they have to be together. in alignment. They do. They have to be in alignment or you're working at cross purposes. Exactly. Because if yeah. I have a thought or a desire or a goal, but then mm-hmm. I'm speaking, you know, negatively about that and I'm speaking, uh, you know. Oh, out. that's the heart of why the secret and, and right? the bulk of self-help in a lot of ways doesn't work for a lot of people is because really those two things is that you have the thought and I'll put the visualization or your, your imagery yeah. that you're, I see myself doing this and mm-hmm. you know I want to have this car and I see this perfect relationship sure. and um, then you get out in the world, then you're saying to yourself, even sometimes below, you have to be conscious of your thoughts, but you really yep. have to be conscious of your self-talk. Yeah. Uh, if you're saying, yeah, but look at that person, they got a nice, you know, husband or whatever. Sure, that I wish sure. I could have. You know, you're slinging mud and you're doing these things and you're basically mm-hmm. just letting the air out of your own tires. Absolutely. Uh, so, so I really think that's well, why, you know, a lot of this stuff doesn't work because we have this other voice. And a lot of times it is a voice and that's kind mm-hmm. of where that speech things this thing comes in, like, what yeah. are you saying about it? Yes, I really want this, but, you know, well, it's probably not for me or like, say, exactly. excuses. Exactly. Know? And those two are really the builders of action, you know, thought and speech. Right. And then, you know, the thing is that a lot of times, you know, people are not connecting their 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 thoughts or their goals or their dreams with any kind of concrete action they just like oh i I wish this would happen or oh i want that to happen or oh i'm going to visualize this and then you don't take any actions that sends a message to the universe that you're not serious about it you know and it's not that that particular action or that particular thing that you do is necessarily going to bring the thing that you want or the thing that you desire or need but often it, it doesn't it often doesn't, but it directly, but put it that right. Way, yeah. But then it creates the the energy that does draw to you the, the thing that you need. So for example, let's say, okay, I'm, you know, I'm, I want a, a screenplay deal or something. I've written a screenplay and I want to get my screenplay made into a movie. So I'm doing all this work and I'm, you know, I'm sending my scripts out and I'm calling people, production companies up and I'm, you know, pitching producers and what have you. Right. And then, you know, um, one day you're in, and, and you know, at the same time you're doing your visualization work and you've got your goals in your mind and you're, you know, speaking positively and, and positive self-talk and you're doing all the right stuff, you know, you'd be like, it's just, you know, I'm not clicking on this. And then one day, you know, for whatever, you know, you keep at it, you keep at it. One day you're standing in line at Starbucks and you're talking to the person in front of you and lo and behold, they're, you know, the person that you needed to get a hold of that you weren't allowed, you know, you weren't allowed to get through to at the studio or whatever. And, it turns out that you both have, you know, Mets hats on and you start talking about it. And then, you you know what I'm saying? And like a million times that happens in your life, but you're doing, you're You're still doing, you're doing the work. It comes if you're getting, your feet are moving, they're moving and and your your body is sending the signal out to the world. Exactly. That's how you find an apartment in LA basically is you, you, Look in the paper, you go online, then you, you pay West, break down, you pay West spend Side West Side Rentals, rentals $60, yeah. $60, and you get the listing, and you go to every single yep. listing, and none of them work, and yep. you give up, and your GPS goes out on your phone, and you're lost, and you, and you don't make know a wrong where turn. you are, and you make a wrong <laughs> turn. Oh, look. There's, there's a for rent sign. Yeah, and yeah. that's the one you get. Yeah. But that's how you got there. Yeah, exactly. So sometimes giving a- up is the best thing you can do. Yeah. Sometimes like yeah. I give up, I'm not finding an apartment, forget this. And you throw everything yeah. away. 
Yeah. And then, you know, and that yeah. could happen too, for sure. But up to that yeah. point, you know, you've been, you've been diligently, you know, yes. clicking on all cylinders with thought, speech and action, you know, yeah. and that, that's the thing about, or, you know, oftentimes the other side of it, it's not some, some crazy, you know, sort of synchronous event that happens, but it does actually happen through the, the you know, the means that you're, you're doing and, you know, then that the, all, you know, all the better because you can see it so directly that way. Well, those, you know? it's in this example, you know, those are, kind of harmonized yeah and, you know, they're yeah, all yeah, focused yeah. towards the same they're all not really they're conflicting all the same with page. each other so yeah, that's exactly. a good uh, example so it's something to that. remember and yeah. you know it's some it's something it's something to look at so you know i think that's uh i think that's uh a good uh a good place to maybe end off and we've got quite a bit on this and i'm, I'm yeah. happy with uh with the show today with our uh, the spirit moved us in the right direction and i hope that, right. you know, people got got something out of this but it is crucial just not kind of on an end note it is crucial to really be aware of how you're thinking, how you're speaking, and how you're acting. Not to beat up on yourself, but to ask yourself better questions, to examine, to take time to pause before you react with speech or action. You know, when you think something is this way or that way, oftentimes we make mistakes. You know, let these things, let them have space between them so that you can create new, new habits. You know, take, do cheesy things like count to 10 before you, you speak when you're angry because most often if you just focus on something else, the anger will go down. You'll be like, that is not going to help this situation. I will not yell out that name at that person that I wanted to yell out at them. This is not going to bring peace to anyone, you know, and having, you know, the goal of peace and love and, you know, constructive, you know, positive sort of behavior, you know, thought, speech and action as your, as your main goals, you know, you can't go, you can't go wrong. You know, yes, you'll make mistakes and, and all that. We didn't get into it, but I wanted to, I almost wanted to get into that story. Do you want to tell quickly that story uh, that you told me about the, about the dude and how he got sent off and all that? Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, well, that's something to um, keep in this mind, This is too, another thing. Some, yeah. Sometimes we don't know. This is an the addendum to the, to the, to the other our, rules yeah, of watching thought, speech, and action. Script. Yeah. Um, we, they are a powerful, like we've been talking, but B, we actually don't know the direction they're going to go and the effects they can have on somebody else. Like yep. if you have a bachelor's degree and it's only a bachelor's degree and that's all you got and you have these darn student loans, don't ever say that in front of somebody who maybe doesn't have a degree and would love to have a degree and might look to you for inspiration. Yeah. If you say, sure. gosh, you know, I have a bachelor's degree, even if you're thinking in the back of your mind, yeah, I got to pay for it. And it's only that. Um, somebody else goes, wow, okay, you got a bachelor's degree. Way to go. Don't denigrate, you know, even small things yeah, um, exactly. in the presence exactly. of others, you know, no, because they true. can be big, big to somebody else. Well, they can also, also a wrong thing might be um, uh, surprisingly in the end. fruitful. <laughs> yes, yeah. in, in the end. And you don't know. Um, but uh, yeah, I'll tell the story I had. This was, you know, years and years ago. I was probably 19 or something. And hanging out with a buddy and his younger brothers and still in high school. And I had these caffeine tablets and it got him in the back of a magazine or something from somewhere. I have no idea. Um, these were, these were a big school. thing when we were kids. Yeah. Like black beauties yeah. or caffeine, but they look like, you know, <laughs> yeah. something and yeah. they were, you know, yeah. so it was probably not legal now, but anyway. Um, and you know, and he wanted some, I was like, okay, I'll give you some, just don't, you know, don't give them to anybody at school. Don't, you know, don't do anything like that. Okay, fine. 
Um, well, he ends up selling them to somebody at school and he gets expelled yeah. <laughs> from school. <laughs> um, of course. And of course I feel bad. It's like, oh, I told his brother, it's like, hey, dude, I just gave yeah, it to him. Yeah. You know, it's not, you know, whatever. And not only did he get expelled, his mom was so mad. He sent him off to England to go live with his father. Um, so, you know, it was like senior year of school. He had to sp- spend it in another country, <laughs> you know? And anyway, so, you know, years pass, decades pass. And, um, and I run into this guy again, the, the younger brother, of course, mm-hmm. he's much older now. Um, and we get to, you know, time to pass, we're getting caught up and everything. And, and, and I just, you know, it came to mind and I was like, dude, I mean, you know, sometimes I think about this, I really feel bad about giving you those caffeine tablets and, you know, and then you got expelled and, you know, sent off to live with your dad yeah. and all that stuff. And, and he just started laughing and I'm like, what? And he goes, dude, you have no idea. And, uh, apparently that year that he spent with his dad, um, as not long after that was over and he came mm-hmm. back to the States, his father yeah. passed away. So that oh was the God. only time yeah. he really got, and he got to spend quality time. He got it is in yeah. his dad's life and in his world and, yeah. and all that. And he goes, I'm forever grateful for that. I, you know, I can't imagine not having that experience in my life. You know, So we had kind of a laugh over it. And that's yeah. a, a really extreme example, yeah, but it is. It just goes to but show you that these things are powerful. Be kind about they, the words that you say, exactly. even about yourself to other, other people. Yeah. And, and you also, know? you know, be, you know, be careful not to beat yourself up if you do make quote yeah. unquote mistakes, because you don't know what the universe has in store for, for the whole chain of events that might unfold from that in with the right attitude, with peace, with love, with trying to do the right thing with, you know, being kind and so on. And we're not advocating, obviously, you know, give, give people drugs or whatever, you know, <laughs> yeah. anything like this or, you know, what have you, but, the point is, is like, you know, you don't know what kind of results are going to come out of even some of the some of the bad stuff that happens. So if you can try to try to keep a positive attitude about that or at least remain neutral and say, you know, I don't know what's going to happen from this. I, I don't want to really react or do this action again like I did. But, you know, not beat yourself up because you don't know how that's unfolding in some other part of the story. You know, absolutely. But do the best you can to try to watch your thoughts, speech and action and do, you know, do try to operate with, you know, with love and with with kindness and with constructive intentions, you know, in your heart. And, you know, nine times out of 10 or 99 times out of 100, you're going to do the right thing and things are going to be be fine. You know, so but if you do make a few mistakes along the way and, you know, maybe there's maybe there's a purpose for it. Maybe it will come to some good. So don't. uh you know, don't carry that stuff around and beat yourself up forever about it. But do try to do the best you can. You know, that's all we can do as human beings, right? Absolutely. All right. So on that note, thank you for listening today to our thought, speech, and action uh, discussion. Thank you, Chris, for that great story and all the information. Sure. Um, and uh, we are here on uh, on Monday on the Cosmic Eye Show. And if you can, please support our books. Uh, I am the author of If You Can Worry, You Can Meditate. And that is available on Amazon or through CosmicEye.org. And Chris is the author of The Spirit in the Sky, uh, available on Amazon as well, or through his website, which is ChrisSheridan.com. Do you like the way I said that, .com? It's really That's it. News, yeah. It was kind of news anchorly. It's news anchorly. It was. It was. So that is, is it for <laughs> us. Uh, if you can also support us at anchor.fm slash CosmicEye, we greatly appreciate it. And us. Tell your friends, man. You know, share yeah. it. Share it. Let it out there. Use your thought, speech, and action to share. Yeah. But hopefully all of us could get together and think.
speak and act better and maybe we'll create a better world, you know, because uh, I think that's what we're all trying to do here. So thanks for joining us again. We will be here uh, again next week. Uh, Have a great week. Goodbye and God bless.